in the very beginning, I knew that I didn't want to give many sessions away for free to friends. So I practiced and I built my portfolio with mainly family and a small handful of my closest friends so that when it came time to start charging for my work, I hadn't already used all of my connections. Hey there, my name is Stephanie Kozik and I am passionate about helping you create a photography business you love without all the guesswork. In 2010, I took a $300 camera and grew a successful photography business. Now I coach photographers all over the country to do the same. Welcome to the Fearless Photographer Podcast, where we'll chat about business, marketing, productivity, money, growth, balancing it all, and so much more. Every week on the podcast, I'll deliver honest and straightforward conversations with my best business advice with a mixture of real talk, motivation, and dorky humor. I'm committed to helping you create a successful, profitable, and sustainable photography business. I am so glad you're here. Let's dive in. No matter how long you've been in business, most likely the question of what you should charge friends and family will come up. I know every photographer does things differently, and only you can decide how you'll handle different situations in your business. But I wanted to offer a little insight here in knowing how to navigate this sometimes tricky subject. And these are just some things to consider as you decide what your policies will be. And your policies don't have to be set in stone. You can always decide how you feel about certain situations as they arise. But thinking about these things ahead of time, or if you're dealing with this in your business at the moment, I hope these tips are helpful to you. Before we dive in, I do want to give a word of advice. Trust your gut. I know, especially in the beginning, it can sometimes be really easy to be so full of excitement for this new business that you say yes to absolutely every shoot, every person that asks. But I want to share just a few things that'll help you not get overwhelmed with doing more free sessions than necessary and burning yourself out in the long run. In my experience, I've really narrowed in on these three things to consider when deciding what your policies will be with working with friends and family. Number one, consider where you're at in your business. If you're just starting out, getting experience with your camera, figuring out your style and how to pose people, or you're still working on building your portfolio, most likely you're asking those friends and family to pose for you. So you can't necessarily ask them to pay for those photos if you ask them to do the shoot in the first place. And at this point in your business, you're not ready to charge for your work anyway. To learn more about figuring out when you're ready to start charging for your work, be sure to listen to episode two, Am I Ready to Charge for My Work? If they're the ones asking you to do photos for them, or if you're an established photographer, or if you've been in business long enough to consistently deliver quality images, it's up to you what you feel is right, considering the next two factors. The second factor to consider is who is asking. Like I mentioned before, if you're asking them because you need practice or you're wanting a specific type of shoot, you can't ask them to then pay for the photos. You can, however, tell them that you're giving them a certain number of photos in exchange for modeling for you, and then they can purchase more from the session if they'd like. If you're just starting out and you're not positive you can deliver a specific number of consistent quality photos from a shoot, you can't ask for compensation, even if they're the ones asking for photos. Now, this is where it can get tricky. This is where you need to consider who it is that's asking. Are they a close friend or just an acquaintance? If it's a close friend, are they asking you because 
they know that you need the practice or they're asking because they need something done. Is the shoot going to be mutually beneficial or is it an acquaintance? If it's an acquaintance, I personally would treat them as any other session. When you're just starting out and not charging, do you feel like they're going to eventually be a full paying client? If you wouldn't give them a free session in year five or six of your business, don't give them a free shoot in year one. In my personal experience, if I ever gave a session away for free to an acquaintance in the beginning, they never came back to purchase a full session later. If you're at the point in your business where you're charging clients for your work, for example, I personally recommend charging friends full session prices, close friends at a slight discount or trade, and doing close family members at no cost. Of course, that's just how I feel from my experience in the last 12 years. Now, you will have to determine what constitutes as close family, but having an idea of what you might charge or not charge certain people will help you navigate these conversations easier when the time comes. Unless the friends asking for photos were the ones to pose for you when you first started and helped you build your portfolio and your business, essentially, in which case you'll have to decide if you want to give them a fair discount to both of you or do the session to return their favor. The third thing to consider when deciding what to charge friends or family is to consider what they're asking for. Assuming that you're charging for your work, you're delivering a quality product and excellent client experience, the question now becomes, can you do the work they're wanting for free? And do you want to? If it's a family member that you're close to, can you easily shoot and edit the session without causing a delay for any of your paying clients? For example, if my sister were to ask me to photograph her kids, absolutely, no big deal. But if it's December 8th and she needs them back within a day so that she can order Christmas cards, she might just get the photos that I decide to edit for her right away and she'll have to wait two or three weeks, maybe even after Christmas, to get the rest of the photos back since I take time off to spend with my family around the holidays. So you have to consider what they're asking and if you can easily do it without causing a delay or sacrificing the client experience for anyone else. A few years ago, I had a friend ask me to photograph her wedding. She was one of the handful of friends that I asked to pose for me back when I first started my business. We actually spent several hours after work a few different days. And so, of course, when it came time to give her a wedding package, I gave her an amazing deal. It was an honor for me to be the one to capture her wedding because we were friends. But I was also in a place in my business where I knew that I owed my success partly to her generosity and her time in the beginning. So I charged a minimal fee so that I still felt compensated for the time and work that I put into it but that she knew I was grateful for what she did for my business in the beginning. I also did the same for a cousin back in 2012. I wasn't at a place in my business yet that I could do the work for free, although I would have loved to. I did give her two free sessions and I dropped my rate significantly for her. Even though I wish I had been in a place that I wasn't worried about the hotel fee, the travel, the workload, I wish that I could have done it as a gift. I still think about that from time to time, and she and I have been close our entire life, and I wish I could have done that for her then. So when I have the opportunity to photograph her family now, you bet I'll do it for free. We joke all the time that she's got a free photographer for life. In year six, 
And again, in year eight of my business, I had another opportunity to photograph the weddings of two of my other cousins. And in year 11 of my business, I got to photograph the wedding of my aunt. And although they asked me to shoot their wedding out of admiration of my work and they were fully prepared to pay my prices, I already knew that I wanted to do it for them for free as a gift. I was at a point in my business where I could do the work as a gift and it was an honor to be able to do that for them. To me, that meant more than any amount of money that they could have paid me. In the very beginning, I knew that I didn't want to give many sessions away for free to friends. So I practiced and I built my portfolio with mainly family and a small handful of my closest friends so that when it came time to start charging for my work, I hadn't already used all of my connections. With the exception of the friend that asked me to shoot her wedding in 2019, none of the other friends that modeled for me in the beginning of my photography business have ever hired me to do more photos for them and for their families, except for once. And that situation ended with a very awkward conversation that ended with me not getting paid for four hours of work at an event, not including the editing time I spent because of a misunderstanding about the fact that they now had to pay for photos. Needless to say, I learned my lesson and I started asking every session, friend or not, to sign a contract and pay a deposit. Now, I've never asked my family to sign a contract except for the weddings because it just protects everybody. And I actually am working on some content for the podcast about contracts and policies to cover your butt. So stay tuned for that. But I had to learn not to make decisions for my business based on emotions or attachments to those friends. It's also worth mentioning in the course of my business, I've also worked out trades or given special pricing for close friends. But in my experience, I haven't really had many friends that expected free sessions or didn't offer to pay full price in the first place. But you have to be careful when you're first starting out not to burn those opportunities for income later by spoiling them with free or super low pricing. I've also seen this with any session giveaways that I've done. If they ever get a session for free, it's almost impossible for them to then purchase a session at full price or purchase more images than what's included. The type of people that try really hard to win something for free usually will never be a full price customer. So consider that information when you're planning to host a contest or a giveaway. Either make it completely random, don't give away much for free, I would give just enough to entice them to enter and then the potential to invest more later or host a contest for past clients to participate in and kind of get your name out there. So the goal should be to drive new viewers to your business without giving away something for nothing to a complete stranger and not having any return from that investment of your time. And just another business tip here, when you run a contest or a giveaway, personally contact every single person that entered and offer them a discount or a special incentive to book a session. They obviously wanted a session bad enough to enter the contest, so they might just need to be enticed a bit to go ahead and book you. I do this with many sessions occasionally. If I have a handful of sessions left, I'll sometimes run a contest like a photo on my page that I ask them to like the photo, like my page, tag a friend. That's it. And then they can earn an extra entry for sharing in their stories and tagging my page. And I do a live random selection for the winner and they win a super mini, like it's half of what my actual mini session is, but they can upgrade to a full mini session. They can purchase more photos. 
And then send a message to the rest of the people that entered the contest and just thank them for entering, offer them something like $50 off their session fee if they'd like to go ahead and book a shoot or a $50 print credit, a large canvas or a small album, something that doesn't cost more than I'm willing to take out of my profits. And I usually have a really great response to that. But there are people that just want something for free. So most of the time, those are not your ideal client. When considering what to charge friends and family, think about it this way. Your best friend owns a restaurant. Do you and your family get to eat for free? Uh, Definitely not. (laughs) Do you get a free piece of cheesecake? Probably, but don't ask for it and don't assume that you get a discount. The same goes for your business. You have to pay your bills. You have to make an income. You can't give away sessions and work for free just because you know the client personally. If they're your best friend or close family member, do what you can. Come to an agreement for where you're at in your business and what they're asking for. Trust your instinct. If you don't feel right about doing a session for free or you feel like it's going to put too much on your plate and too much on your workload, don't do it. Tell them you can't do it. Have that open conversation and say, I really can't do this work for free. I hope this helps you think about what you would do in situations with family and friends requesting photos or how to navigate those potentially awkward conversations and helping your friends and family to understand your position. I so hope you enjoyed this episode of The Fearless Photographer. Head over to the website for all the show notes and let me know in the comments what you want to hear next. If you loved this episode as much as I did, consider rating the show and subscribing so you never miss an episode. New episodes drop every Friday and I can't wait to share what's next. Until then, have an awesome week.